Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with Toronto jazz bassist, composer, and band leader Lauren Falls. She has a new project, the 2022 CD, A Little Louder Now, on an album that takes the listener on a musical journey through a grand collection of seven original compositions on her second album as a band leader. Her 2013 debut album, The Quiet Fight, was an ode to her time in New York City prior to returning to Toronto. She has a story you will enjoy. Dig this interview. Thank you for taking a minute out, and I really did enjoy the album. Obviously, I've already played it on my show. So before we get into a little louder now, I want to know how you survived COVID as an artist over those two years, and how did it ultimately change the way that not only you live, but approach your jazz career? I recorded the album kind of in the middle of it all, kind of in between the two years, right smack in the middle, and it was like a great project to kind of help me get through. Planning the recording and kind of doing it was a really, really great project just to have, you know, to be inspired. And I had some of the music written, but I, you know, about half of it. And then, and then I needed to kind of write the other half of the tune. So it really like, yeah, it kept kept me sane, basically. Other things, I, I had to do a lot of online concerts which was was fun like i i kind of enjoyed doing that um so yeah i found ways ways to survive and kind of mentally keep you know being inspired and happy and so definitely kept kept going and musically kept writing and practicing and so for me i uh i came out of it feeling good <laughs> What are you hoping the listener gets from this album? I mean, I know that um, I, I know how I felt about it, but what, what are you ultimately hoping they get from it? I'm hoping it's it's a you know a feeling of feeling kind of empowered or you know inspired and kind of amped up. Like some of the not all the tunes are are kind of you know bold and bright, but it just definitely that's kind of the vibe I was feeling was the keep moving forward kind of building confidence and so yeah I kind of was trying to portray that in some of the tunes and some of them are a little more mellow but uh hopefully still you know giving the sense of hope and yeah moving forward kind of that kind of vibe so your debut album in 2013 the quiet fight talk to me a little <laughs> bit about your evolution from that point to now like what what do you see when you look at your career, how has it developed to you? What has been kind of your goal as a musician? Yeah, so that that album, I was kind of, you know, I was fighting to survive in New York. That's kind of the quiet fight was that that's kind of, you know, where that came from. I was like building confidence as a musician and that was my first one. And I felt pretty good about it, but I definitely, I knew I had a lot of work to do. So I spent about nine years in New York and then, and decided to move back to Canada, and I think it was a really great move for me. I I was playing in New York, but not as much as I wanted to. So I, you know, I when I moved back to Canada, I got quite busy and and was making a lot of music. So I, you know, that felt really good, and and so that's kind of where these songs came about. I was, you know, really excited to keep writing, and so yeah, the the kind of the move back home to Canada was a good thing. I was like, I was a little bit sad to, to leave New York because I had a lot of really great relationships 
musicians and friends there, you know. So it was it was a tough decision, but ultimately I feel like it was good for my music career to make a move and just kind of keep going and moving forward. So that's what's been going on. And I've been back, I think, for about five years and just, you know, I decided who I wanted to play with. I, I made up a new band and the musicians just totally get what I'm trying to do. So, yeah, that feels really good. Talk to me a little bit about your beginnings in, in playing music and you know, kind of your childhood and how all these seeds of jazz became you now. Sure, yeah. I grew up in a household where both my parents were music teachers in in the school system. They taught, like, high school band and both had really strong jazz programs, um, which is really unique. But, uh, yeah, so they they kind of encouraged me um and there was always jazz playing in our house like of lots of records like i grew up listening to ray brown um and like ron carter and all these like great jazz bass players um so that's kind of where i got started was like my parents were very supportive and uh very supportive of me going on to going to school for it you know i moved to toronto and then they encouraged going down to do a master's and in Manhattan so like yeah very warm and encouraging household to grow up as a musician and so yeah lots of encouragement (laughs) what was your first live jazz show that you witnessed that really blew you away oh I don't know if I really remember my first one but oh that's that's a good question I went to a lot of music camps um as a student and I went to one in Port Townsend called the Centrum Jazz Workshop, I believe. It used to be called the Bud Shank Jazz Workshop. And there John Clayton was the bass um bass instructor. And I yeah, I think there were so many performances. There, the faculty there was amazing. So I think that's really where I got pretty amped up and decided this is like what I'm gonna do. I also, around the same time, I went to Moscow, Idaho to a jazz festival in, yeah, I think it was like in middle school or whatever, and I got to see uh, Ray Brown play, so that was pretty incredible. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, talk to me a little bit about, you know, you were a finalist in 2020 for a grant. You know, the thing that's so nice about Canada that's different from the United States, and I'm I'm sure you noticed this, is that, you know, the artist's get really supported by the government there. Was that kind of welcome to come back to Canada to have that financial backing? Yeah, well, both living in the States and Canada. So for one, those grants actually allowed me to stay longer in New York to study, which was really incredible. And and also, yeah, coming back to Canada, I knew there was going to be support. And yeah, it's just incredible how, how much support there is here. Like so many different organizations um trying to support like artists it's it's yeah it's definitely helped me kind of stay on my path um keep working towards what i want to achieve for sure talk to me a little bit about you know what is it that you like the best about this process of being a professional musician i mean there's so many aspects to it but what do you look forward to every day uh, I definitely look forward to just playing like l- live shows. I know in the pandemic it was like more online, but you know, even last night I just had like the best gig. Just made like, yeah, it just makes life 
really great. I I love performing live and having the audience enjoy it. And yeah, that energy is just why I do it. (laughs) So speaking of that energy, now that we're all getting back to live music and the world's waking up, are you feeling the, the crowds in a different way? Is there a different level of appreciation for what you're doing? Exactly what you said. It's, it's people are starving for that, that, uh, interaction, just being at shows and, yeah, it's definitely very. Um, you can feel it when you're when you're playing for the audience. People are so excited to be there, and we can feel it. It's it's a good energy for sure. Now that we're coming out and the world's kind of waking up, have you kind of um, accelerated your itinerary? What you're doing as far as playing live shows, you know, doing different things, or are you just kind of going at what you're you're used to? I'm taking everything I can get. Uh, you know some smaller tours are coming up for the spring like booking up and it's i'm so excited I'm like yes let's do this i've been ready so yeah for sure let me ask you this if you could get into a time machine and go back in time and see any jazz musician anywhere where are you going who are you going to see oh that is such a great question uh well just what came up in my mind was duke ellington i don't know why but uh i just yeah, for some reason, it's he's not even. It's not even my. Uh, oh, there's so many though. Now that it, you know, now that I think of it, but the first one that came to mind for some reason was was Ellington. I don't know. <laughs> right on. So let me ask you this: If you could, if you have a dream tonight, and you run into your younger version, maybe before you went to New York or when you were starting your career, and you could give that young version one piece of advice based on the wisdom that you've gained throughout your life up to this point, what would you tell that young version? Uh, I would say don't give up and, you know, just keep, keep practicing and composing and just get, get everything that's inside out to share, you know, with, with the world and the listeners. It's, yeah, that's my, that's my mission. And sometimes, you know, we all go through as artists, like times we're like, oh, I don't know, should I, should I keep doing this? And as a younger self, I just be like, yes, keep doing it. (laughs) Right on. So very yeah. simply put, why do you love jazz? I love jazz because it's, I find it, it's my form of communicating. It's my, you know, my language uh, to, I feel it's the easiest way to connect with people. Um, yeah, through music, through jazz, I, I feel that's, that's my being. <laughs> I can, I can communicate well with other people. So everyone out there has a perception or a version of who they think you are, your family, your friends, your fans, but ultimately you're in control of your life. You live it. Who do you think you are? <laughs> that's, hmm, that's a deep question. I think I think I'm a, a bassist who really, really is in love with playing jazz. And uh, I just, yeah, I think I'm a person who wants to spread joy, I think. Yeah. Beautiful. So if anybody wants to pick up a little ladder now and learn more about your spring shows, anything going on in your world, where's the best place for them to go? You can, I have a website, laurenfallsmusic.com or, or my social media, Facebook and Instagram, laurenfallsmusic. Cool. Lauren, thank you for taking time out today. Thanks for opening up. It's great to, great, great to hear the story. 
Oh, thank you. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players in Toronto, New York City, Kansas City, and spots all over the world, giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to Lauren for her time, energy, and story. If you want to hear more interviews, go to Famous Interviews with Joe Domino in the iTunes Store or Spotify. Visit NeonJazz at YouTube.com. And for everything Neon Jazz, go to the NeonJazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.